Business Matters in association with the Faculty of Business at ATU Donegal. For a career in financial governance, consider the Level 9 MA in Governance and IT in Financial Services. Call 9186206 or email donald.hannigan at atu.ie today. Hello and welcome to another episode of Business Matters. I'm Chris Ashmore. Coming up, we'll hear about a young woman from South Africa who came to Donegal three years ago on her first trip to Europe and who last October realized a dream when she opened a speciality coffee shop here in the county. But first, some interesting facts and figures all about new cars in Donegal. The Society of the Irish Motor Industry has released its latest figures for new vehicle registrations. January is traditionally the month of year with the biggest sales. And nationally, new car registrations for the month were up 15% compared with the same month last year. However, despite this growth, registrations nationally remaining 3% lower than the pre-COVID levels in 2019. Well, here in Donegal, there were 763 new car registrations in the county during January, and that compared with 657 for the same month last year. So that's a 16% increase, so just a little bit more than the national average. Well, I've been delving into the figures for Donegal, which you don't often see uh, reported locally in detail. And in terms of the most popular car brand in Donegal for January 2024, the best seller was Toyota with 113 units. That's a market share of about 17%, followed by Kia with 110 units, a share of 14.5%, with Hyundai third with 76 units registered here in Donegal for the month. Fourth was Skoda with 62, fifth was Peugeot with 44, and making up the top 12 on that were Volkswagen, Nissan, Opel, Ford, Suzuki, and then Dacia and Renault. In terms of the most popular model registered in Donegal in the month of January, Top of the charts was the Kia Sportage with 67. Next was the Toyota RAV4 with 31 and the Peugeot 3008 with 27. Five of the top 10 models registered during the month were Toyotas. A further analysis of the figures shows a breakdown by engine type. Of all the new cars registered in Donegal in January, 32.5% were petrol, 27% were diesel, and 24.5% were hybrid petrol electric. That latter figure was 32% up on last year. Purely electric cars amounted to 57 units, or 7.5%. Petrol plug-in hybrids registered in the county amounted to 51 and diesel-electric hybrids amounted to just 13 registrations. Well, on to colour. Grey remains the most popular choice of new cars in Donegal. 36% of all registrations during the month were grey, that's one in three, followed by white or ivory, accounting for just over 18%, and black, just over 16%. Meanwhile, uh, on a national basis, light commercial vehicles saw sales up by about 35% compared with January of last year, so an indication that the economy is going fairly well. Heavy goods vehicle registrations were also showing an increase of 7.8% in comparison to January. 
January 2023. And imported used cars saw a 40.7% increase in January 2024 when compared to January 2023. My special guest this week on Business Matters is Hannah van der Walt, who hails from South Africa. She now lives in Letterkenny with her husband, Walter, having come to Ireland three years ago. Last October, she ventured into the world of business by opening Bloom Coffee Shop in the Letterkenny Retail Park. I popped in to see her at the coffee shop to find out more. Hannah, first of all, before we go into a little bit of detail about the shop and your business, your own background, I believe you came to Letterkenny initially thinking you might be here for a year, and then things have transpired uh, quite differently, and now you've set up a business. Hi, Chris. Thank you for having me. Um, Yes, so the initial plan was to come here for one year. My husband got a job offer in Letterkenny, and we said we are young, we don't have kids or pets or um, we're going to see how it goes and um, one here turned into two and two turned into three and now we are here um, and Slater Kenny has been really good very welcoming to us so we are happy to be here Great. So you grew up in South Africa? Grew up in South Africa and then we um, decided to come to anywhere in Europe and later Kenya was just the first one to fall right. into place. Okay. So had you traveled around Europe a little bit before you came to Ireland? No, not at all. Right. No. I've never been abroad before we came to Ireland. Okay. So why Ireland? We um, we talked about it and we made kind of a list. Um, so it was Ireland, the Netherlands, and Ireland just happened first. So I take it much of Europe has still to be done. A lot of travel, yes. As soon as we have an Irish passport, we will love to travel the rest of Europe. Okay, so you came to Ireland. The initial thought was you'd be here for, for maybe a year. Did you did you always intend to, to work here or did you need to get visas or what way did all that work out? So my husband came on a critical skills permit. So I was allowed to work, start working immediately. Um, and I said, I want to work in a coffee shop. I like hospitality. I want to see what the culture is, how the people are, um, just to get to know the people and the community. And I got a job in another coffee shop uh, in town. Um, where I started working and I said to the, to the owner one day I'm, I want to open my own coffee shop uh, it's the plan to open a coffee shop one day um, not the intent maybe not later Kenny and it just happened okay so before you came here your background your career prior to here when you left school or college what was uh, the game plan at that stage the game plan as an 18 year old I studied accounting I like accounting and bookkeeping so I went to study that worked as an accountant for a few years um, baking was always a hobby and I liked people and then did my you know, articles in accounting and then afterwards I said but I want a coffee shop <laughs> that was always the plan okay. and um, then yeah. I said rather sooner than later so with an accountancy background that certainly is going to help when you're when you're setting up your own business. Because that was the idea. That was the idea to one day open a coffee shop yeah. and have that bit of background, so I can do my own books or 
um, you know, something like that. So you came to Letterkenny with your husband and both got employment fairly quickly? Yes, so he came to TCS for America and he got a job straight away and then I got a job about two months later. Okay. Now, tell us a little bit about how did you adjust coming to Ireland from South Africa? Well, firstly, climate-wise, um, <laughs> we've perhaps a little bit more rain than you were used to. Yes, definitely. Um, really struggle with that. Struggle to go out in the evening, go for a walk. Um, still struggling a little bit. Um, it's cold and it's wet and it's raining constantly. Um, so. And did you come from an urban area or a rural area? Urban. Um, right. Not the biggest city, but maybe third biggest city in South Africa. Um, Size-wise, the entire South Africa is much bigger than Ireland. But everything in Lerigini, all the shops, you have everything that you need. So I didn't really struggle with with that. So you settled into the way of life here pretty quickly? I think so. I think one of the biggest things is it's safe here. Um, so it's nice. It's I don't feel uncomfortable going out for a walk in the evenings. Um, that's difference in South Africa. And after a few months here, you know, the thought was always there, you'd like to do your own business. So were you kind of keeping an eye out on, on places and looking at things all the time? Yes. <laughs> if we go to Dublin or to Derry, it's nice to go to coffee shops. And I like this and I don't like this. And always keeping it in the back of my mind. Yeah. So all the time you were you were building up, you know, potential ideas. If you went somewhere and you saw something, you think, well, maybe <laughs> yes. that's something I could incorporate. I have a folder on my phone with... All the menus and screenshots and taking pictures of, of stuff that I like and that I, what I don't like, menus, ideas, small things. Right. Now, a number of years ago, a former Taoiseach, Enda Kenny, had said that he wanted to make Ireland the best place in the world for small business. So for somebody coming in from the outside, setting up your own business, you know, do you feel it's been relatively easy or was there a lot of paperwork or, or for somebody starting off from scratch? It was easier than I thought it will be. I did the um, start your own business course as well. Um, that helped me as well with some of the legal requirements. What do I need to do? Where do I start as well? So that helped. Yeah, this is with the local enterprise local office. Enterprise, yeah. Yes, that yeah. helped as well. Mm. Um, so that was easy enough. And then just talking to other business owners as well, people have been very helpful and giving me numbers like you can talk to this person or yeah. um, and did you yeah. find that you know the, the businesses in the Donegal, in Letterkenny, in, indeed all around Ireland, you know, they do try and, and support each other. Definitely. I was amazed by the amount of support that I got from other local businesses. Um, sourced by SAP, the girls really supported me. Um, Adrian and me from Blistered Bread, the amount of support that they gave me, um, I really appreciate yeah. that. And you've also joined the Letterkenny Chamber, and, you know, instantly that means... What, about 300 other members know who you are. Yes. <laughs> that also just happened. Um, Claire from... Claire Clothing? Yes. No. She, um, she came in and suggested the, the chamber and we started talking and it just happened naturally to join them. Great. We're here in the Letterkenny Retail Park. So did this premises become available and, and you obviously pitched in and you've got so, it? Yeah. <laughs> Um, just driving up and down in Larrakeny and looking for um, possible areas to rent 
and there was one day I went for a walk one morning and I saw that this premises is is empty and just looking for different spots and I went on Instagram searched the name looking for the, through the photos and messaged one of the, the people on their Instagram and I saw that just reaching out and why is this premises um, empty? Because there was posters on the wall from COVID, so I assumed they closed down during COVID, and then started talking to the estate agent and solicitors. So when you were starting off, um, you spoke to different people, different suppliers, um, but obviously when you had to buy produce for the first time, uh, probably took you a little bit of time to know who you were going to approach and, and just where to get all the raw materials. Yes, definitely. I um, talked to a few other local businesses and worked in coffee time in Kilmacrain and asked them as well. And because I have a small menu, I for the first few t- days I bought every morning fresh stuff just to make sure that we have enough and that we don't run out of anything. But it was difficult to get started at first week or two just to figure out how much you need and you don't want to run out of anything but you also don't want to sit with a lot of stuff in the afternoon that went off. The Irish as a nation are becoming a a nation of coffee lovers and also experts. There's so many different types of coffee you can get and being a coffee shop Primarily, the coffee has to be very good and you had done a little bit of traveling around the country and there's a particular type that uh, you thought, hey, that's good. Definitely. I did a lot of research on coffee and traveling through Ireland, we went to quite a few coffee shops and every time we tasted good coffee, we said, we went back to the barista, asked them what are they using and every time they said calendar coffee, they roast it in Galway and it's really, really nice. Um, coffee. They are about five years old now and they, they grew incredibly um, the past five years. Looking at the coffees, what have we got on, on the menu of coffees here? You have the latte, cappuccino, americano, the normal coffees and then we also have nut coffee. That is a, there's a turmeric latte, a beetroot latte, a matcha latte and a chai latte. Okay. So there's no coffee in, there's no caffeine in and because we are open later in the evenings, there's people that don't want caffeine or coffee late in the afternoon. So tell us a little bit more, beetroot, turmeric, two very much in vogue ingredients these days. Um, there's a good feeling health-wise uh, about associated with them. Yeah, It's nice. People are a little bit skeptical to try it out, but a lot of people try it and then come back the second day or a few days later is telling me that their friend tried it and they said it's lovely. It's a very, very nice drink. It's very soft, very easy to drink. So what sort of size uh, is the glass containing it? About 300 millilitre. Okay. You've touched on there that, you know, the the morning customer and the evening customer can be quite different because the morning it's more the, it is the strong coffee and and maybe the scone. Definitely. There's quite a few people stopping getting a cup of coffee before work or there's a few ladies that will come to the shops, stop in for a tea and a scone or a cup of coffee and then in the afternoons there's more people getting hot chocolate or some of the not coffee drinks. 
we've talked plenty about coffee, but tea is also very important. Tell us a little bit about the tea that you have. So we sell normal Irish tea, and then we also have a few loose leaf teas. So one South African tea, the, the rooibos tea that we sell, very traditional to South Africa. And then there's a bramble tea, uh, Earl Grey, that's also quite popular, green tea and peppermint tea, all made with loose leaf. The add-ons are important because it's important for your bottom line as well. When you have people coming in, they want to have a nice coffee and they want to have something with it. So what's the most popular thing to order along with your coffee? Uh, any of our baked goods, we bake everything fresh in here. So people like to get something that's fresh out of the oven. So we have a blueberry cake, we have the scones that we bake in here. There's a vegan muffin that goes very well with, with coffee. And then we also have a small food menu with a few items, something that suits everybody. So drawing up that small food menu, it's important that you don't have too much on the menu. It can, it can be confusing. It can be difficult with stock levels. It's about getting a balance uh, right, isn't it, on, on that? Yes. You don't want a lot of waste and you want to keep everything fresh as well. So also going to quite a few coffee shops and looking around for ideas. I counted the, the amount of items on different menus. So we decided on the menu, uh, have a small me menu that's good quality. Um, there's uh, gluten-free porridge, there's a vegan sandwich, there's something with chicken and smoked ham, so something meaty for, for that person. Um, we have a hash brown with bacon and scrambled egg, something breakfasty, or there's a soup as well. We make fresh soup in here. And that all helps get repeat business because if things are fresh as opposed to something that's bought in and could be sitting around for a while, the customer does notice the difference. Definitely, especially with the baked goods as well. You can taste if something is a day or too old or if it's like scones, freshly made every morning. You opened up last October, so yes. early days yet. Have there been any sort of surprises from a business point of view? Has anything cost a lot more than you would have anticipated? Any, any hurdles that you didn't see coming? No, not really. I was amazed by the amount of support that I got, especially in the beginning. Customers that will come in here with flowers or chocolates or just cards saying congratulations. Um, but hurdles, I think tax, tax a lot more than expected, but, um, but everything else has been really good. I really appreciate the community and the support, the suppliers that has been helpful, um, people that I can call and say, listen, I ran out, please come and help me. So that has been very, very, very good. So from a, a starting a, your own business point of view, Letterkenny is, is a good place to do business. I think so. I really got a lot of support like I said, with the local enterprise office, other local businesses that helped or support or mentioned me on Instagram or even just the, the community that will share a photo of their lunch or um, it's been really, really good. And um, you did the Start Your Own Business program, which, which gives you a great insight into a, lo a lot of little things that can all help contribute to getting off the yes, ground. Yes, um, small things like legal requirements or health and safety, it gives you a good uh, platform 
to to ask to ask for questions or just contact people. So that has been really really helpful as well. And your own accountancy background, you're doing a lot of the paperwork rather than having to employ somebody to do that. So that must be a help. I have somebody that yeah. um, is helping with the paperwork, um, just because I've been busy, busy here and yeah. baking and getting everything set up. Um, but it definitely helps to to have that background of accounting. The home baking, did you bake at home as a youngster? Has, has the interest always been there? Yes, yeah. <laughs> bake for my sister's wedding or yeah. you know, birthday yeah. parties. It was always a hobby, okay. but I never thought it would be. And are we going to see any South African delights or recipes we maybe, don't know? Maybe soon we will, we will need to try a few recipes. Now, during the day, you want to keep the flow of people coming in and obviously there are certain times that you're going to be full because lunchtime is, is a busy time and you have space limitations. So during the, the quieter times, it's all about when you have a chance, I suppose you're chatting away with the customers and you know it's great to have, be able to have that rapport with them. It is. It's been really nice. There was a lady that first, first or second week that we opened that was very far along in her pregnancy and she was sitting she didn't even come up to the till to order and i went to her asked her what can i get her and then a few weeks later she came in with this baby and she's been coming in ever ever since and it's been nice to be part of that and see see some of the customers their kids be part of the family coming for that morning coffee it's been it's been very nice when you were starting up the business, you're always told to draw up a business plan and you have your projections and sometimes it's a little bit of a, a shot in the dark because you, you really don't know how things are going to go till you're, till you're up and running. Has anything surprised you? Has Maybe even from a, a sales point of view, has any products done a lot better than you would have thought? The scones. I think the scones have done a lot better um, and every evening they are sold out. So that has been good. Like I said, the vegan banana and chocolate muffin is a lot of people coming in for that. That doesn't even know that it's vegan, but it's a it's a nice recipe. And now, what about the the age profile? All ages coming in? Yes. Um, in the morning, I would say more people, 30, 40 year old, and then in the afternoon, a lot of more young people, students, 20, 20, 30 year olds. Uh, coming in. And then at the weekends it's probably a, a younger audience as well, is it? A younger audience but also families. Yeah. Um, a lot of families will come in coming with their with their kids getting hot chocolates. So it's been good to see the families as well. I'm with Hannah Vandervelt in the Bloom Coffee Shop in the Letterkenny Retail Park. Join us again after this break. Business Matters with the Faculty of Business at ATU Donegal. If you're looking for a career in financial governance, consider the Level 9 MA in Governance and IT and Financial Services. Take the next step in your career by contacting the Exec Ed Coordinator on 9186206 or email donald.hannigan at atu.ie today. Welcome back, Hannah. We're just looking at some of the framed pictures on the wall and uh, since you've opened you've uh, you've always had pictures on the wall but there's been different types of pictures so tell us a little bit about them and uh, who was supplying you with the first pictures and uh, what was the theme as such 
So although thinking about different coffee shops, what do I want in a coffee shop, thinking about the decor that's going to be in the coffee shop. So the first artist was Kevin from the Wild Atlantic Traveler on Instagram. He has beautiful photos of Donegal and I asked him, listen, do you want to um, have like a small exhibition in the shop? And he was very, very happy to do that. So it was 10 pictures taken in Donegal from mountains, sunsets, Erigal, and they were up for sale for about four to six weeks. And then there was another girl, Amy, that was very different illustrations that she she made for, from pubs or landmarks, fun at lighthouse, and we saw quite a few of them for Christmas. Right, so it's great exposure for them. They're in here. If somebody sees one of them on the wall and they like them, the price is displayed. Can they actually purchase it here and walk out they after can, the coffee? They can, yeah. and I can let the artists know and they need to replace it. So everybody's a winner. The artist is getting the exposure of their work. Uh, it's good for you, not least because it means every now and again that your decor is, is changing it's slightly. It's nice and it's nice to talk to the customers as well and tell them something about the artist. There's a lot of people just asking about it or with the previous artist, Amy, there was different pubs and people will tell me stories how their dad used to go to that pub or how somebody got married in this pub or small stories. Mm -hmm. And again, this is back to the whole networking and people and talking because those artists, they're going to tell their friends that their stuff is on That's here funny. and they come in and have coffee, so yes. everybody's benefiting. So tell us a little bit about uh, what we have currently on the walls. Uh, Veronica Maguire is the artist. Veronica Maguire, I contacted her just after Christmas and asked her if she is available to do something for the shop. Um, the pictures now, it's alcohol ink. She was one of the first artists in Ireland to have an exhibition with alcohol ink. She is local, she's from Bally Buffet and it's um, on Yupu paper, the alcohol ink. Right, and it's a variety of landscape and we've beaches and cliffs and mountains and... Yes, it's like all Donegal inspired yeah. paintings. Great. So as the year goes on, we're going to see more artists work on, on display here. Um, yeah. Every four to six weeks there will be somebody new, something different. Just bring us back to your very first day opening here. No doubt that was a, a nerve-wracking occasion. You open the door and you just don't know who's going to come in that first yes. day. So I didn't advertise at all. So my first day was basically just I'm going to open the door and see what happens. So I told a few friends and previous colleagues that Monday morning, nine o'clock, I'm going to open the door. And the first day was good. It was quite a few people that I knew that came in. Um, the first customer was somebody that I that I didn't know. So <laughs> when he left, I think everybody did a, a happy dance in the back. <laughs> but the second morning was almost more nerve-wracking because I knew that the friends were not going to come in every morning. So opening up that second morning and just hoping that there will be people coming in. Yeah. Location, location, location. I mean, you're in the middle of a retail park. Yes. Um, and there's not that many places to eat within this area, so it's a good location. 
Thank you, I think so. <laughs> Tell us a little about um, your husband. Does he do much within the coffee shop? He really helps with, um, with suppliers, helping with the payments, um, sitting in the evenings, helping me to sort out invoices, cleaning the shop. We have a bit of a routine now in the evening. He will come in, clean the shop, help with the dishes. You have him well trained. <laughs> He's a good helper. And if there's any leftovers? So, uh, he is very happy to have all the leftovers in the evening. As you go forward, where would you like to be in a, in a year's time or three years time? Or are we going to see a chain of Bloom coffee shops? No, I don't want a chain. I like the personal touch. I like having that personal connection with customers. I would love to do do more workshops in here be a little bit more than just a coffee shop, be a creative space as well. So a place where there will be live music on Friday evenings or a place where there will be workshops talking about women's health or different different events. Um, there's a guy that I contacted about doing pottery classes in here. Or, so I want to be a space where the community will, will come together for either workshops or art or music. Hmm. And in the evenings, okay, I think there, there's late opening for some of the shops on a, on a Thursday and a Friday. It's on a Friday evening. But you have that scope, you know, for the evenings you can extend your hours and bring people in, as you yes. said. Yeah. So that's the idea. And lots of free parking outside, which obviously helps. <laughs> that helps, and the toilets help as well. <laughs> When you set up your own business, that, that was a, a big move for you. At the back of your mind, you probably had certain fears. Early days yet, but you must be well pleased with the way things have gone. So far, I'm very, very happy, very grateful for the community. Um, very, very grateful. Like I said, there was people that first week, two weeks, that came in with flowers and cards and just saying good luck and congratulations. Um, obviously being very st stressed about this because I don't have a big friend or a family family support group here, um, but people have been very kind and very grateful for it. In the run-up to Christmas, that was no doubt a good time because it's, it's a busy shopping time. January and February are traditionally quieter times, but you're not really finding that too much? No, I thought it would be quieter in January, but it's been busy today. There was people walking out because they couldn't find a seat and um, it's been really busy. Saturdays, Sundays, really busy. So when you were growing up in South Africa, little did you think that you were going to be in, in Letterkenny now. So what, what a contrast. Yeah, I've even talking to my parents this morning, telling them about this and um, just being completely amazed by this all happening in a, in a foreign country and being very happy in Letterkenny. Yeah. Now, what about getting help as well? You've been able to get staff to help you out because you can't do it all on your own. So, easy enough. I wasn't worried about getting staff and getting the right people, but it all happened. I have a Ukrainian girl that helps me and there's um, a few Irish girls and a guy in helping me as well that worked in a coffee shop in Dublin. So it's very trained, skilled barista. Um, so it's been good. No doubt you stress the importance of customer care and, and, and dealing with the customers and, and chatting to them and making them feel welcome. I am always say you can teach skills but you can't teach personality. So it's important to me that I have to be friendly and want to talk to customers as well and need to be the right fit for the shop. It's all a, a learning curve when you start off from scratch. 
has there been any hurdles that you have found particularly difficult or have you negotiated things pretty well so far? So far it's been, been good. Um, I think negotiating the rent before we signed the lease, that was a very long process and um, paying taxes was a little bit more than expected but so far it's been good. Now, what about the selection of furniture? That this isn't what was in here before. You've you've had an input into that. Yes, we we changed that. We changed the color of um, the shop completely, and then the furniture we built ourselves. Um, looking around for furniture, we saw that commercial furniture is extremely expensive. So we thought about different ways that we can, like how can we we get furniture that's not as expensive. So we went to the sawmills in Valley Buffet and got the timber, made the tables ourselves. So when you say we, this is... Me, my husband and yeah. friends. That you you made all the tables. We did. <laughs> Till okay. two o'clock in the morning, <laughs> building the bench and the tables. And so can I buy one of these as well? No. No, they're not for sale. <laughs> no. um, they're fabulous. I'm very, very proud of them. And they're very sturdy. Yes. Wooden, and so you varnish them and... Varnish them yeah. and sand them down and um, took, us, took us a very long time. We have a friend that helped us a lot with with making them but he, um, he showed us and he had a lot of inputs in the tables and so they're, very they're, proud of the tables and the counter. Yeah, so a lot of creativity there. Yes. <laughs> You've mentioned about you know possibly opening later in the evenings and, and having events here. That can mean more working hours for you. You have to get a little bit of downtime. When do you get a day off? Is it so usually on Sundays? Um, Patrick will come in and help, or one day a week that he will come in and help as well. Mm. Um, but it, you know, it's important. I I did seven days a week for about six weeks in November and December, and it's been tiring, and you you kind of lose focus on what is really important um, if you are that busy and work working very long hours and then every evening we want to clean the shop and because it's a new shop you want to make sure that everything is perfectly clean and I mean it, it has the appearance of a brand new premises when you're coming in so how do you unwind and, and get a little bit of headspace because you, you have to switch off at times go for a walk it's safe it's beautiful in Ireland love driving out to the beach and just go for a walk or even going to another coffee shop and you can sit down and somebody else will bring you a cup of coffee tell us how does Letterkenny compare to where you grew up was it uh, was it beside the sea was it a mountainous area was no it? so um, Bloemfontein also a little bit of inspiration for the name. Bloemfontein, very, very flat, very dry, very warm, completely different to, yeah. to later gaining. So the, the summer temperatures there would be pretty high? About 35. Um, so you're pretty safe, you're not going to get that here. No. And then winter will be extremely cold as well, but, but dry. Hannah, the place that you come from in South Africa, Bloemfontein, there's a little bit of a connection between it and the, the world of coffee. Yes, so Bloemfontein, very dry, very warm city in, in South Africa, but also the name Bloom and then the chemical reaction between coffee ground and boiling water, that initial reaction is called the blooming process, so the coffee starts to bloom, B-L-O-O-M, um, so that was more 
embrace the idea of the name. The name of the coffee shop. The name of the coffee shop. There's a story behind it. Now, mention of temperature. People eat different things at different times of the year. So when the summer comes here, and if we do see that bright thing in the blue sky, will you bring in more fruit and veg and salads and things like that? Um, So at the moment I have one salad on the menu. It's not very popular, but I'm going to give it a go for the summer. There's some fresh Irish strawberries in. and So definitely in summer we will maybe add a second salad or maybe a wrap or something something for summer i often ask people especially if they've just started off a new business would they have any advice for somebody else because it's fair to say that a lot of people have a business idea and they might be thinking about it for a long time but they never enact it it's taking that first step and that that plunge um, so you've done it so what would you say I would definitely say go for it. Um, I was thinking about opening my my own coffee shop for about eight, nine years. And the beginning of last year, I said to myself, like, I'm either going to do it now or I'm never going to do it. So jump in, do it. Of course, there's a risk and people are concerned about finance. But if you don't do it, you could look back in years to come and say, what if? Definitely. And we signed a lease for five years. And I said to my husband as well, like, we're either going to look back and after five years and say it was a good five years or it was a bad five years. And we will go on, try the next thing or continue this and grow it into something bigger. No matter what happens, you will learn from it and you'll take on board everything that comes across. Definitely, and you you learn to uh, adapt and meet new people and maybe inspire somebody else. Even if the the business fails, you might impact somebody else's life. So, in a nutshell, you came from South Africa, you've settled in Letterkenny, you've got your own business, life is good. Life is good, very happy at the moment. Well, my thanks to my guest this week, Hannah van der Walt of Bloom Coffee Shop in Letterkenny. Well, that's it for this episode of Business Matters. Many thanks for listening. I'm Chris Ashmore. And if you want to contact me, you can email me at businessmatters at highlandradio.com. Business Matters in association with the Faculty of Business at ATU Donegal. For a career in financial governance, consider the Level 9 MA in Governance and IT in Financial Services. Call 918-6206 or email donald.hannigan at atu.ie today.